Guys, I have to start by apologizing to you both, not to the listeners, because I could care less what they think, but to you, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we're recording remotely, all three of us, in our own homes tonight for different reasons, and I was supposed to be on half an hour ago, uh, oh, but man. I am uh, I do want to say uh, we got our deck refinished a while ago, and uh, we, we kind of need to do some sanding on it. And my wife has brought up a hundred times she's worried about, you know, how I got to put some kind of covering on it or put a, a mat down there. Uh, so today, right before I was supposed to start recording, my three-year-old's on the back deck, and he got a two-inch splinter <laughs> that shot through his foot and broke off. So I was dealing with that for half an hour. So guess what? Next weekend, going to have to record remotely again. I'll be refinishing my deck, so that should be a good time to spend Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day. We want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. That's right. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we'd better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week, another episode of Radio for Winners. Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don. Oh, man, what a week it has been. I love when you guys record remotely because, <clears throat> number one, Jeremy doesn't know how to operate the camera, so I can't figure out how to add him to that. Tony is <laughs> trying not to now wake his baby up in his house, so he's literally, another week, another episode, Radio for Winners. <laughs> like, I feel like I should play the saxophone music because I'm the only one that can actually talk at a normal level, and no one really wants to hear my obnoxious voice. <laughs> That's very <laughs> true. Thank you. People love your obnoxious voice. I don't think so. However, I do. Um, I do. I do keep getting more and more people coming up to me telling me that they listen to the show and find it rather funny. Now, there was a text message exchange that was sent earlier, and I, I sent some bitterness from from Tony. Tony said, <laughs> "I don't want to come over and record in person for a show where only thirty people listen." <laughs> well, that's not completely true. I uh, I don't want to get up the next day at uh, four in the morning, having recorded this podcast and not getting home till eleven thirty or midnight. Uh, you know, and getting four hours of sleep or so. Um, for thirty I, listeners, I was just happy that you finally agreed that at least thirty people are listening to this podcast. <laughs> Every other time I talk to you, it's five people listening to the podcast. So I thought maybe you had the times and the, the numbers backwards here, but you've now upped it to thirty people consistently listening to this show. Welcome well, all thirty of you. This is where we need the the listener, our loyal listeners, to step up and say, no, we're more than just thirty or we're more than just five. Uh, that's why we need you to join us on iTunes, write us a review, uh, send us a tweet. At Radio for Winners. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, our Facebook page, where we have, uh, I think, over 100 likes, but we need more. And it would be nice if there was 100 people actually listening instead of saying, hey, yeah, I used to listen to the show. I, say, I get a lot of that. I get, I get a lot of we used to listen. So the all the people are coming up to me saying they are now listening. All the people that you know are saying, ah, I used to listen. Or, hey, you guys still do that show? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I was going to say, I do get people that are like, you have how many episodes? You've been doing this for how many years? It's, uh, I mean, really? I guess they expected something to happen after you record 200 episodes. Like you get a cake or something like that. Maybe we should do like a telethon to like raise awareness for <laughs> Radio for Winners. To be honest, Don, a telethon to a pre-recorded show not going to be as impressive as you hope. <laughs> Man, uh, God, a lot of people calling in, not getting anybody on the other end of that phone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call now because this is already done. But next time we do this, we'll let you know ahead of time. 
Nice. I've been doing uh, this new job, and I have to talk to people now, whereas before I used to sit uh, in my, my home, and I'd work from mainly email. I didn't have a lot of conversations. So now I'm doing a lot of like, face-to-face uh, and <laughs> meetings with people I'm going to be working with more and more, and I had to do a small talk in the beginning of it, and uh, I realized I don't really know how to do small talk. <laughs> Hey there, Bill. Good to see you. How's that coffee today, huh? <laughs> uh, this, this woman uh, was flying in. She were on the East Coast, and she was uh, flying in from Seattle. Uh, so for some reason in my head, I'm like, well, let me do, hey, is it worse, to, is it worse flying west or flying east? Uh, and she didn't like want to jump on that train of which one's worse. Uh, worse. Um, so then it was just awkward. Um, although I will say, I think flying east is much worse than flying west. I can't believe that you actually gave us an actual answer to that question. In, in experience for me, though, when I fly west, I'm flying to Vegas, and east is coming home from Vegas with no money. So, yes, flying east is always worse because you have to also <laughs> figure out what you're going to tell your friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> How much money did I really, really lose? Very but I was at a birthday party uh, Saturday, and again, small talk, and didn't go well. Didn't go well. Even start talking about stuff I like to talk about, which is like podcast, soccer, and wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk about those three things. I have very little ability to talk to anybody else uh, besides you two. I have no ability to do any kind of conversation. Coming up, uh, coming up on uh, the new RFW Show Podcast Network, we have a all new podcast about wrestling and soccer. It's going to be a hit. <laughs> now, I am. Um, I actually found out from my. I found out from my wife this week. That she does not like the way that I have conversations with people. She feels that my conversations are very just surface level conversations. And I, I don't, for some reason, that bothers her. I like to get to know as many people as possible. So I like to get to know a little bit about who they are. She feels that it's just BS conversations. I, I, I can see that. I feel like I've, like I've known Don now almost 20 years. I really don't feel like I know Don. Nor do I feel like Don really knows me. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Tony, I'm going to be honest, I think one person knows you, and, and that, that person lives with you, and I still think it's only about 40%. I, I, was, I don't think that she has any idea who the hell he is, because if she knew even half of who he was, she would have left like five years ago. <laughs> but, Don, I can see that, that complaint. I mean, you're always in, the, in like, sale mode. You're always in, in that, that, like, outward mode. I'm, I have to force myself into that mode to deal with people, so I always just talk sports then. Even if they aren't in sports, I'm like, well, then I'm still going to talk about sports, because that's all we're going to do. Hey. But I'll... As I'm not good at just like, uh, like for example, at soccer practice, and other dads are like, "Hey, uh, hey, what, you know, what, what do you do?" And I'm like, "I walk away." You got Donnie Gladhands uh, coming up, and <laughs> it's uh, constantly to chatting people up. I now I have, um, uh, you know, there was uh, my son's baseball team this year. There were only four teams in our local league, so um, we ended up playing a lot of the same teams a couple times, and. You know, one of the teams that we played, the dad was, um, you know, he was a, a bit aggressive, but I think that we all were. But I, it was a bit awkward because I then, you know, I, I then saw this dad at a, um, I saw him at a school function. So I was like, oh, no, I guess our kids go to the same school. Well, now I've seen him now at the pool. So him and I have become friends. But, I mean, I don't know much about him, but I've, I've had some good conversations with him. But I think that that's what my, uh, my wife is trying to say is that they're all just surface-level conversations. I don't know this person. But to, 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 to her, you know, to my argument, you have to start somewhere to get to know people. Otherwise, you don't know who they are, and you end up doing a podcast with them for at least four or five years. <laughs> I can't disagree with that. That is very true. 
Uh, I, uh, I, I had to, um, stop at the grocery store on the way. Does your wife make you stop at the grocery store on the way home from work? Like, do you text her now, Tony, you have a baby and do you have to like run by the store on the way home? Cause they haven't gotten out for anything. No, since I only come home for about three hours between starting work and leaving work, I, uh, I don't have to do that because she needs to get food and, and stuff from the grocery store much earlier than, uh, when I can actually drop by and, and bring it home. So no, I don't, I don't, I don't get in that trap. I don't fall into it. Jeremy? I mean, I work from home most of the time at this point, so if my wife needs me to go to the store, she just says, hey, go to the store. Uh, not on the way home, because that would mean uh, once a week I would stop at the store. I've been going to Wegmans. I go every Saturday morning. I don't go after work. It's every Saturday morning. I like to get there at 7 a.m. because it's just me and three elderly men, and we don't talk to each other. We just do work because we don't, we don't have any small talk uh, capabilities. Uh, and we go in, and we, it's a very quick trip, and I always buy my meat. I always buy my, my chicken breast and some ground chicken, ground turkey, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the last like month and a half I've been going, uh, half the meat that I buy turns out to be like spoiled in some way. It like, smells terrible when I open up the packaging. So uh, <laughs> my wife posts a, like uh, on Facebook, she's like belongs to some like local group of like moms. And she posted like, uh, hey, this is a, a silly question or maybe the most boring question ever, but... Uh, <laughs> Does anyone have any problems with Wegmans meat? And immediately, like, 75 people jump on saying how terrible the meat is at Wegmans. I'm, wait a minute. I'm still trying to understand a little bit more about your meat purchasing habits. So only on Saturday morning do you purchase your meat? Is there a particular I, reason why just that day? It just has. I don't go during the week. Uh, it's only Saturday morning. I go once a week, all my uh, grocery shopping. <laughs> this is probably far more information than the listeners <laughs> ever want to know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. And I only go to Wegmans because uh, the cheesecake there is fantastic. The Chinese food, apparently not that great. Chinese food, not, not so great. good there. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. Now, but, uh, <laughs> so what happens now that this... Now, I also feel, by the way, that there is always some sort of weird um, Facebook group out there for no matter what you want to complain about. There's just a Facebook group to complain. Yeah, and I feel like I need to now call Wegmans and voice my displeasure. I'm surprised you haven't already. Now, how are you going to handle that? Uh, I was going to suggest that we call it now. We just call an 800 number. <laughs> if we do that, we cannot start with any small talk. We've already covered that. We can't do it. So we'll have to go straight into the complaints about their meat. Now, I, I also go to that same Wegmans. I buy my, my meat there. I have not had any problems, but I like to go to the grocery store the day I'm going to cook something. I don't like to keep a lot of things in the fridge. You also, Perhaps it's your error. You really do enjoy smoking your meat, too. I do. Well, I didn't have an oven. I finally have an oven after seven months, so I'm able to now cook food like a <laughs> human being. Good Lord. What the hell is going on in that house? Like, you haven't had an oven for seven months? No, I've smoked every single thing we've eaten. <laughs> you, ever, you ever smoked cereal? <laughs> I <tried. laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, it's funny because your kids are now coming up. Do your kids eat cereal a lot, Jeremy? They do now. They, they like a cereal a lot until... They get sick of that cereal, then they will never eat it again. So we've gone through at least four different cereals that I now have boxes of in my pantry that they will not eat, but they loved them for about a month. It's funny because mine are now becoming, they really like Rice Krispies. Did you eat Rice Krispies as a kid, but did you ever eat it plain? Because I couldn't tell you that I, I mean, I could tell you that I never ate Rice Krispies plain. I always had just spoonfuls of sugar. But my kids don't understand the concept of having spoonfuls of sugar in their cereal, so they just like it on its own sort of Ugh. on its own merit, it, which is just awful. Rice Krispies has to be the worst cereal. It's the worst, but it was so good <laughs> oh. when you had like just a half a pound of sugar just at the bottom of the bowl, and you had that sugar milk. 
Rice Krispies uh, is, is a, a bad plain cereal, but it's not the worst cereal. The worst cereal is easily Grape Nuts. Oh. Grape yeah. Nuts is terrible. At least you didn't say Honeycomb. No, Honeycomb's not bad. Why would Honeycomb be bad? I don't know. There was the whole argument we had about the whole best cereal. But anyway, what that's... Why don't you chose Life? Which I never <laughs> chose was... Life. I never I chose Life. I love myself some Life cereal. <laughs> did we already discuss this? Look yes, at this. We, 200... we did. Four episodes or whatever. We've, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I have no idea. We have nothing else to say, guys. This is our last episode. Episode 210, Alzheimer's. <laughs> so uh, now that I'm uh, working a lot at, the, at this uh, this office, and uh, they have a gym there, luckily, so I work out in the gym. Uh, but I'm running this thing lately. I work out in the afternoon because I, I basically I'm done work, and then I have like two hours to kind of kill before the traffic dies down a little bit. And there's this, uh, whenever I uh, finish my workout, I go into the locker room, and there's like a guy showering. <laughs> I'm waiting for the saxophone music to start. I, that, I, yeah, you're not here. Sorry, I didn't get it. But like, who showers? Who showers after work? Well, did he work out earlier? Not in the gym. I mean, did he work out earlier in the day? No, no. Did he no, ride his bike? Did he ride his bike to work or something? I mean, it's, I don't. Why would he shower in the afternoon? I mean, maybe he was riding his bike to the Wegmans to get get his meat. I, I mean, I I don't know. I just find it extremely bizarre that uh, you're like, I'm gonna take, I'm off of work now. I'm gonna go shower before I leave. Like, I just, I find it extremely bizarre that you've got two hours to kill and you're not just masturbating in a parking lot or something. You know? <laughs> there I was in a parking lot outside my office and I just started masturbating feverishly for two straight solid hours. <laughs> the worst part is I, uh, I'm working out like crazy, but then I get home after uh, after uh, sitting through traffic, and I still eat like nine thousand calories. So I'm, <laughs> I've actually somehow gained weight, <clears throat> uh, even though I'm like working out every day. Well, you could lose a bunch of eat that spoiled meat. You'll definitely excrete a lot of that. Uh, wow, you just threw another a bunch of big words out there. Excrete. That was a good one. Uh, Tony, I thought that story was that your coworker worked a lot, like worked out at the gym and then took a shower. I like more that your coworker was not working out and decided to take a shower at the end of the day. I'm 99% sure that your coworker is living in his car. <laughs> that has to be it, right? I mean, that's totally normal if the guy's like, if I'm walking into a gym and that guy's walking out, then I see him showering or, you know, I walk in and he's showering. Like, that makes perfect sense. But there's nobody in the gym when I'm going into it. But if Tony's been at work since 6 o'clock in the morning, why is this guy beating him to the shower? Like, what is, why can't Tony leave earlier from work if this guy's already in the showers? Like, is your office like one of those things where, like, it's like, they kind of like, it's like after a game, everybody's got to take a shower. Hey, good game. Good day today, Tony. You got to take a shower now? Good day. I just find it weird that this guy is showering at 5.30 in the afternoon. Mm. You should go through his drawer and see if he has other things you would not normally have in an office. Like, see if he has a toothbrush and some deodorant, uh, possibly a whole bunch of dry food storage. I'm telling well, you. one thing. Car. One thing I did find strange is he does. He always has his stuff there. He has like a tent. And he has <laughs> a couple of suitcases. But I never really, you know, put my mind of what it might be. And a but hatchet. You, know, you might be onto something. He's got a random Maybe hatchet. Mm. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of working out, now Tony. Um, There's a transition. You wish are. We, you are. We had that one earlier. You. <laughs> <laughs> you are still working out, Jeremy. Have you started training for the upcoming Savage Race? Now, I will tell you, uh, I started carb loading. I do want to make sure that I get <laughs> that joke every time we do one of these things. Uh, but yesterday, as part of my training, I ate a whole Little Caesars pizza. So God, I'm definitely on fire already. So there is a promotion code currently right now. Fathers17, F-A-T-H-E-R-S, 17, get BOGO, 50% off. So buy one, get one, 50% off. If you are interested in joining your favorite radio for winners, celebrities, 
Is that what we're going to call us? Celebrities. Uh, you can join us at the upcoming Savage Race here in Maryland coming up at the beginning of September. So I have not started running, but I am going to start running this week. Maybe I will run to Tony's office and take a shower. That would be quite a run since he's in Northern Virginia. That's quite. <laughs> I would drive to his parking lot and I would just start running there. Or just you'd be all sweaty from all that masturbating. Wow. Well, <laughs> there I was waiting for Tony to come out. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to hope our next show is in person. It's an awkward show when we're all in different rooms. It, it is I, very awkward. It's very awkward because I feel like one of you is talking at normal level and the other one is talking very, very low. Oh, man. Well, I'm a low talker. See? And plus, I have the baby upstairs, so I can't talk too much, uh, too loudly. Um, are we hitting the news, or do we want to talk about the uh, sandwich story? I oh, think that we would like to yeah, say we need to talk about this sandwich story, Tony, because you've been, you've been talking about it now for two weeks. We have not gotten to it, and it is by far the most fascinating story I've heard you tell in a well, very long time. I have to give the uh, the set it up though. I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Last year, I started from from season one, episode one. I'm building up. I'm only on like season five because I never get a chance to watch it. But uh, it's the episode where uh, Larry uh, goes into a deli and he has a sandwich named after him called uh, the Larry David, and then he wants to switch sandwiches with Ted Danson because his sandwich is is terrible and Ted has like a normal sandwich. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> we have a very similar setup uh, where there's a deli in the building next to mine. Uh, and I go there and I get lunch occasionally. And uh, they have a sandwich called the Tyson's Corner. And I get it every time I go there. And I'm like, uh, I wonder if I could do it. I could just give him, like the guy 20 bucks and get my name put on the wall for like a week. And have See, a name. The Tyson's Corner sandwich has changed <laughs> to the Grasic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or the Tony. Either one. The Tony I prefer. Yeah. So I'm thinking like I was about doing that. But the problem is the, the owner is like this old Korean lady. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't speak that great of English. <laughs> So me just trying to set up, uh, even as uh, as a joke uh, with her or uh, as or serious, I don't think she, it would take about an hour and a half to explain what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so I'm, I can't do it. I think you need to take those like uh, those promotional, um, you know, photos that you had of Larry Poon and see if you can get a sandwich named after you. Basically, you go in there with your photo saying, "Hey, I'm I'm kind of a big deal. I would like a sandwich named after me." I think Who's gonna go in there and order the Poon? <laughs> Hey, Adrian. Do you want half a poon or do you want a full poon? And the only thing on that sandwich is a bunch of really spoiled meat. Gross. Oh man. Yes, I don't know. Maybe uh maybe one day. Why now why why do you think why I mean, do you think that this person would actually do it? I think that they would actually do it if you set it up the uh, right way. I think there is zero chance. That one, she would even understand what I'm asking. <laughs> so, which is even better because she's just going to name a sandwich after you. <laughs> and then number two, I don't know if I have the skill to sell it, given that I don't know how to really speak English myself. Well, we will work on your small talk skills and figure out a way for you to have a conversation with <laughs> oh, this lady man. so you can get your famous sandwich. Well, guys, I think despite that it's hard for me to read cues and, and see. Since Jeremy can't hear and Tony can't see or vice versa i will go ahead and take over here and introduce a segment that we do every week radio for winners and the news that's right radio for winners and the news it's time again yes for you to hear some news from us some perspective about world events about all kind of crazy things including government stories government stories that's our that's what we like to talk about politics we've heard we never talk about it again but yet our first story this week is politics but only 
in a very, very focused sense. Now, I don't know if you guys have been paying any attention to this, but Donald Trump is our president now. And everyone's been talking about the fired former FBI director, uh, Jim Comey, was going to go out and he was going to testify in front of Congress. And this was going to blow doors apart. People were excited if they were Democrats and very concerned if they were Republicans because this could be the beginning of the end for old 45. But I don't know if you guys watched any of that testimony, but there was zero new facts told in it, and it was complete waste time. I don't have the poorly educated thing anymore. You made me take it down. I was not for that anymore. I also don't know if you could hear me when I was talking over that music. But anyway, uh, point is, I don't know if you guys watched any of it. It was honestly completely pointless. People who already thought before this is this is a big deal still think it's a big deal, and people who didn't think it was a big deal before are like, yeah, see, it was no big deal. Literally nothing has changed. I did watch a little bit of it. I was eating a Tyson's Corner at that deli, <laughs> trying to uh, strategize how I was going to get my name up on that uh, that bill or billboard uh, while I was watching it. And, uh, yeah, people were, people were into it. I think it had 19 million viewers uh, tuning in. And I really didn't get a sense that anything was actually really accomplished. Well, no one wants to say anything because they're afraid they're going to incriminate themselves. So everybody's cautiously watching what they say and what they do. So you're never really going to get really good information out. And, and um, you know, I, I, I hear, I didn't see it, but I heard John McCain was asking some really weird questions like he was half asleep. That's pretty normal at this point for, uh, for most people in Congress. But, yeah, it was definitely all things you'd already kind of heard about. The only, in fact, the only thing that came out of it, I think, that was really noteworthy is he admitted that he gave a bunch of his memos that are not classified information, but they are kind of government documents, but he gave them to a friend to leak them to the press. Uh, so therefore, giving Donald Trump the reason to say he's a leaker, which is the worst word used to describe anybody, but he's used it a lot. Leaker. <laughs> a leaker. Speaking of leakers, I'd like to leak you guys right back into the Beat Lab next weekend so uh, we can get you here and do this show live and in person. Yeah, I'm sorry. Again, I was very, very busy in a hole of depression. Well, I guess that means I got to move on to the very, very next story. Have you heard of TV's Batman? Maybe you've seen him on Family Guy. Maybe you have heard him on, I don't know, The Simpsons. One of those TV shows, but regardless, Adam West is dead. Flawless <laughs> introduction to the sad news. <laughs> That Adam West, yes, television's <laughs> Batman, has passed away at the age of eight. God. I feel like Tony doesn't like my intros. <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty rough intro for a celebrity death. I thought it was pretty good. Very touching. Well, I also didn't realize I was doing the news because you didn't show up tonight. But, I, you know, that's, that's why the, the fans prefer you to do it over me. I don't know. I think you had a pretty flawless introduction. But uh, Adam West, 88 years old, passed away following a bout with leukemia. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but everybody on Facebook is the biggest Adam West fan on the planet because everyone was very torn up about it. Everybody was uh, very upset about it. Tony Tony said he was driving, and they, they interrupted his traffic and weather reports to give him that update. Yeah. It was uh, breaking news. And uh, I had to pull over. It is very sad, but it's still, uh, you know, it's 88. If I make it to 88, I think that's probably 40 more years than I'm going to make it. So. I think we all know that you are not going to make it to 88. But will you make it to one more episode? I don't know, but I don't know how we're going to do this next news story talk up if you even know what the news story is, Don. I question, though, out of all the Batmans, he was like the, I mean, he was probably the, the least of, uh, <laughs> of like, I mean, how many Batmans have there been? Four? I don't know, but no, he was—he was my—he was my favorite Batman. Has there really been that many? You have Christian Bale, 
Uh, yeah, Michael Keaton. George Clooney. George Clooney. Ben nope. Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Uh, Val Kilmer, was he Batman at one point? Yeah, Val yes. Kilmer was in uh, the third Batman. All right, so he was the worst. Yeah. Uh, and-, and I think Adam West is probably second after that. Adam West, then Michael Keaton, two of the best Batmans ever. No way. No way. Michael Keaton was a great Batman because you didn't expect it, but then he was. But you know what? We're talking about Adam West. Michael Keaton, not dead as of the recording of the podcast. <laughs> that could definitely change. But how about our last news story? I'm going to do my best to make this up as we go. Have you ever printed anything off the internet and created some sort of flyer? Well, man, I tell you what. Never had that flyer go or end up in the wrong hands? Well, Jeremy's about to tell you a story because I don't know what it is. Nice. It's actually pretty close to the story, Don. Yes! He did a good job. And he didn't just give away the end of the story like he did that last one. So uh, <laughs> this is in Providence, Rhode Island. It's a state legislature member, state representative Ramon Perez, uh, was coming to a budget hearing. Uh, and so he he brought some information he got from the Internet. He printed it out in his home computer and brought it in. Now, first off, this is information he got off of Wikipedia. And I don't know if you guys know much about research, but you should never, ever use Wikipedia as it's a publicly moderatable source. So moderatable. I could just go on Wikipedia, make a page for Radio for Winners and write about uh, how, you know, Don Shineman has massive testicles and 22 kids. And we could put it up there, and it would be fact. But I could put that in tonight. That could be something we could do. Is there a chance somebody is going to create a Radio for Winners Wikipedia page for us tonight? There is no chance that it'll happen tonight because this episode does not air tonight. But even if it did, we have zero listeners. There is no <laughs> chance that will occur. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but aside from the fact that he brought Wikipedia, uh, of course, anytime you bring a bunch of pictures of your web browser, you better hope that you don't have other tabs open. But of course he did. And so all the other tabs were of pornographic material. <laughs> so you couldn't see the images, but clearly, you know, it would be Wikipedia, you know, backslash concerns, and then anal pleasures for. Wow. That's what he had on, you know, that sort of thing all over the top. Of course, what makes the story isn't exactly uh, just that that happened, because that, that can happen. It's very sad. But when confronted, Perez says the incident was a mistake, but not because he didn't close his tabs. The handouts were provided to him by a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of friends, guys, we're great friends. Great friends. We'll see you guys. This could be the last episode. We said it every week, but this is the most that I've ever... (laughs) (laughs) Tony, you picked the song again. Yeah, it's a great song. I like to play this song. Turn the lights down real low. Make some sweet love to this song. This is definitely a good groove and love song. <laughs> Where do you find this stuff? Uh, well, this one reminds me of The Dancing Outlaw, which is uh, a documentary I highly suggest you uh, go out and, and watch. Uh, but yeah, occasionally I'll just go on YouTube and I go down that rabbit hole, right? suddenly go from like watching clip after clip and all of a sudden I come across the songs. This is horrible. And you podcast? W- <laughs> that, that too. And you won't go to a NASCAR race, but this is what you're listening to on your free time. <laughs> See you guys. See you next week. Laser beam. In my dreams.
Laser beam in my dream. I can't get on, I can't get off. Laser beam like a sawed off dream. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. (laughs) Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners. Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners. Or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail. RFWshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people. Jimmy James Incorporated. (laughs) 